I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is sponsored by Tesco's own quadruple strength squash. Because why would you buy a double, you stupid saddlefish fuck? Send it. Welcome to the Daft Lad Podcast. I take no prisoners, just inmates, whatever that fucking means. Daft. Welcome to episode 9 of series 2 of the Daft Lad Podcast. My name is Paul Sketch, no, Paul Wretch. I hope everyone, my name is Paul Wretch, and for tea I'm having horse parmo and waffles. Ah, if only, um, if only BBC News opened with that sentence. You know what I mean? Fantastic work, eh? Anyway, welcome to episode nine of series two. Um, it's me, Jimmy, and this is the, um, I don't, I can't say the word penultimate. Is that the word? I was going to say the second to last episode of this series. And last episode was a nostalgic trip from secondary school. This one is back to full send shit. Yeah? So enjoy. Yeah. You know when you eat pasta, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know it's hard as fuck, pre-boil. What if you eat it hard as fuck, swallow it like a tablet, paracetamol, pastacetamol, hello John. If you swallow it hard, will it get bigger in your belly? Expand. So what I'm basically trying to say is if you ate unboiled pasta, would it expand in the belly? Because it's quite hard to see how much you want to have pasta-wise. Because you put it in a dish, you're like, oh, I could have a bit more. Well, then you cooked it, it's expanded twice as big. You're like, ah, oh, didn't need that much. What if you put into the bowl the amount where you're like, oh, that isn't enough. Keep it. Eat that. Might take you a few hours. Proper sweet corn teeth after, like. Add bowl pasta. 20 minutes later, you're full. It's expanded. I am. I am what you call a class. Class rate genius, right? Because that's fuck. That's a belter of an idea. Let's let's keep it pasta based, shall we? Proper carb load banter. A lasagna bought from a shop looks like tidy dog sick. Proper Minecraft square 
of lasagna. It's like the dog has got its mate. John Rabbit took a few rabbit droppings in there, proper dog eggs, into the bottom as the mince, and then it looks like the dog, on a real hot day, has run around the garden 20 times and has just had too much to drink and then has been sick on top. That's the top layer of lasagna. Nice white cheesy milk. And that's what it looks like from a shop, especially little. Ever had a little lasagna? Let's go from pasta to buses, right? And a bus, because the trains are so crap in the UK, they've put the prices down to two quid on a bus. But it takes two hours to get from here to Leeds. You just walk on, doors shut, and it's like you're just in a fucking lunchbox with wheels. It's awful in there. You're going to catch something. But yeah, anyway, so the bus seat pattern. If everyone knows this, the, I don't know if it's the same in other countries, but in the UK, the bus seat has a lovely certain pattern that everyone knows, right? And it's that time in life where I think Primark, a lovely example, are going to jump on that bus wagon, literally, and they're going to start making t-shirts with that pattern on. You know this tie-dye? Bus seat pattern, tie-dye. It's, it's going to be a thing soon. I can sort of see it. And they're going to do it with trains as well, because they're kind of similar, but a bit more shit. Use that pattern, whole t-shirt. I can see it. Look at this. This is tie-dye. Imagine this bus pattern. This is going to be a thing. I'm going to be walking around, bucket hat on, bum bag, going to fucking, what's it called? Coachella. Literally, the fucking festival's named after a coach. What's going on? It's all bus related. So yeah, that's a, that's just 2023 for you. Like everyone, I love it. I love to see it. Everyone's just dressing how they want. And I can definitely see a bus seat coming out. Just like Sam Smith at that award show. Remember that? A few months ago. Look like a Sunday roast gone wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Love it. You've got to do what you want to do. You know? you See, I did my first ever online shop the other week. And I don't know if you've ever had this and done this, but um, you have substitutes when uh, when you do an online order. Because if they don't have it in stock, they give you something different. Which happened to me. And the substitutes, it's like bringing on a midfielder for a midfielder. That's what it should be like, you know what I mean? Bringing off, bringing off John Henderson for James Milner. Pretty similar, right? But this substitute of Morrison's, it's like bringing off John Henderson and putting on fucking Aslan. So, let's say I ordered a chocolate cake. And if they don't have it in stock, they should substitute it with maybe lovely sort of caramel cake or Victoria sandwich. You know, a sandwich made of Victoria. Something as close to a chocolate cake, right? So I ordered coriander and garlic naan bread, right? So, they didn't have it. I was expecting a plain naan or even just a bag of Ovis, mate, or just a sat-on bread bun you know but the substitute they were like oh we don't have this but we've got this instead and it is the seasoning an actual block of garlic and coriander and i was like in my head i don't want that thanks i don't know what to do with that shit like you could give me the seasoning and the toppings but i'm not just gonna conjure up a fucking naan bread for me calf <laughs> just chop it off me thigh here you go but oh that'll fucking do and <laughs> I need the actual thing to put it on. You know, like I've spoke about in the past, pasta is just something to put topping on, you know, sauce on. Bread, you can kind of eat that. You can't eat eyeball pasta like we've already said. This is so carb-based. Driver thinks I've got a naan bread plant in my garden. If I did, I wouldn't be ordering one. And I would order seasoning and the garlic clove. I don't want half of my food. I want it all. You know, I go to the shop and I expect to come home and I can just warm it up with a bit of heat 
and just throw it down my gizzard. I don't want to be making it. I don't. I don't cook. In the in the uh, the song name after that in the. I don't play ball. Is it High School Musical? I don't. Uh, hey, better, better. I don't play. I don't know what he says. Enough of that shit. Let's have some tunes. Right, so this is a story from maybe March. I'm going to say March, February time. Um, but before I say it, I was sick in February. And it reminded me, the last time I was sick was back in 2005 in Turkey, right? I had a good run, right? 2005, everyone says, oh my God, you haven't been sick since then. I'm like, yeah. Literally, everyone says, when was the last time you were sick? Good conversation starter, by the way. All right there, my name's Bob. All right, Paul, when was the last time you were sick? Shake the hand. So yeah, 2005 was the last time I was sick. That's a good run, isn't it? Like, it's going to take me another quarter of my life to get that run back, you know? So yeah, I was sick, right? And the last time I was sick, 2005, getting to Turkey, right? Getting off the bus from like an hour's drive on the bus. Again, it's bus related. Or probably on a lovely seat pattern as well. Um, like an hour drive from like Delaman Airport, I think it was, in Turkey. Went to a place called the Gorkum Hotel in Obercik. It's the Ronnie Waldenese, if you know it. Yeah, probably don't. And yeah, I just felt, I'd get really bad car sickness off. I was sick when I got off the air. Uh, when I got off the bus, it was like the people came to greet us. And they were like, welcome everyone to the Gorkum Hotel. I am blah, blah, blah. And then Alex was like, yeah. <laughs> she got off the bus, went behind the tree. For some reason, it was purple. Maybe it was a lighting, but it was pitch black anyway. And I was just like, <laughs> And I was like, this I think I was about eight years old. Hello, my name is Jamie. <laughs> Shaking the hand. Like J-Off in between us or something. Um, so yeah, that was my first interaction with the owners. It was like when um, Professor McGonagall in Harry Potter, you know, in first film when they're all stood out the Great Hall about to go get twat out on him. Professor McGonagall was like, so we're about to go into the hall, lads and lasses, right? I'm going to put an hat on your head. I'm going to see what class you're going to be in. Then halfway through that, Neville Longbottom shouts, Trevor! That was like me, but I didn't shout Trevor. I shouted sick. You know, I'll, I'll hose pipe one of their trees with my throat scream. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, 18 years since I was last sick. And I thought to myself at the start of the year that, you know, if you think of something like, oh, I've not had an ulcer in ages, you're going to get an ulcer next week. Um, it doesn't happen with like the lottery, you know. It happens with like random shit. Like, so yeah, I thought at the start of the year, I've not been sick in years. And then I was sick. I'm going to tell you the story. So yeah, standard stomach bug. I went to my best mate's house um, on a Wednesday night back in February. And uh was only meant to just like drop a birthday present round. But, you know, they were real nice and let us in, which was really nice to see him. And we were there for like an hour or so. And they offered some food. And the food was uh, classic cornflake chocolate covered with a mini egg on top. And I, and I saw them, I was like, I need to have at least five of them. I was turning to them, smashing them down my gizzard. And then the kind of just said, oh, these were made by our, our niece um, yesterday. And that's all they said. That's all they said, right? And then two days later, on Friday morning before work, I get up about half six, the girlfriend wakes me up and says, Jamie, haven't you heard me? I'm like, eh? Oh. <laughs> Like, I've literally just been on the toilet. 
been sick like five times in the last hour. I said, sorry, love, I sleep with my earphones. And as you know, I had the Monsters, Inc. Uh, album on, you know, and I was just dreaming that I was on the killing floor and I was a top screamer. So I went to work, right, and I felt fine in the morning. So we got to lunchtime, and my classic lunch is um, a bit of fruit, some sort of yoghurt, hopefully whisper yoghurt, and then I always save the best for last, which is a bit of Swiss roll, which is almost the size of like a burrito, about the length of a... The length of your little finger. I go for that line of length Swiss roll, right? And I smash it in. So I ate that. And then throughout the afternoon, I was just like feeling a bit weird. And it almost just felt like that whole afternoon that that Swiss roll didn't get down. You know, it was like just sitting on junction between gizzard and fucking belly. You know, bread basket. I just felt really weird all afternoon. But I had to go to um, sort out my drum kit after work. Because we were going to record a music video in Newcastle. On Saturday, this is Friday, so after work, I was sorting out the drums and literally took me half an hour to do that, which is normal. But the half an hour changed things. Just started getting like stomach cramps and I kept going to the toilet and I was like, oh, maybe I've just got, you know, the poos, the number twos. And I can only describe the feeling of um, an hour before I was sick, me going to the toilet was like a tropical shit clone with a side of flooded soil. It was this, oh... God, proper horse pipe. Anyway, let's move on from that. Hopefully not having your, your cereal, your craves. And then, like, after I did that, this was maybe 6 o'clock, I stopped going at toilet, and I was just like, oh, my God, these stomach cramps are insane. And um, I, I can't talk, because I know there's women out there who deal with that every month. So I only got probably 0.01% of it, and it hurt. So respect. But... um. But yeah, I was just like walking around this room, just like, <sighs> just like on edge. Just like, I don't feel very well. It's matter what all changed. And again, I didn't clock on that I just got it from like um, those buns. I'll tell you in a bit how I got them. And uh, I was just walking around for like a good half an hour. I was just like laying on the bed, just like, oh, I just want to fall asleep. Then I'd get up, I was like, oh God. Then I was hovering over the, the toilet and I was like, yep. Yeah, this is it. This is my run. My record's coming to an end. Me SR, sick record. So yeah, after 18 years, I was hovering over the toilet like, what happens? How how does it happen? Like, I can sneeze. I know that when that's coming, like, I, I don't know how it, I forgot how it feels. It's been 18 years after since I horsepiped that tree in Turkey. It's weird, because I knelt up, because everyone always says, kneel over the toilet bowl, and you'll, you know, you'll feel more sick. I didn't. I felt more sick when I stood up. I felt more dizzy and I was like, right, I'm going to cave in. I'm going to be sick. Let's do it. So I thought of everything. I was literally looking down the toilet. I was like, I was shutting there. You know what I mean? I was trying to think, but I couldn't do it when I was kneeling over. So I stood up and I was like, right, I feel dizzy. Here we go. And, <laughs> and then because I haven't, you know, been sick over a toilet for 18, well, I probably haven't ever. I didn't know how far I had to have my face over the toilet plate, bull. So as so the reflux happened, and it just happened, you have no idea what's going on. Who's sending me messages? I'm trying to tell a good story. Any decent fans in Dunelm? I'm not answering that. Get back to the story. So I was sick, and I knelt down, and I thought I was just enough over the toilet plate. But Jesus Christ, for some reason I just faced upwards, and it went all over the radiator, and it was orange. And there was bits of Victoria sandwich in it. <laughs> There's something true for Morrison's. Uh, 
white bathroom wall just turned orange. You've been tangoed, mate. Pure Fanta and chips. Literally, it came out like a bullet. Oh, it was like, you know, when you get a water pistol, one of those big ones, and you just pump it for ages. You're like, here we go. When this comes out, it's going to fucking blind a rat. You smash it, just go, poof. It's like when you turn on your garden nose and put your finger over end, put on full blast, finger over end, and just start dying people with it. It was like that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That was awful. But to be honest, it was a great feeling. Um, also, it was a great feeling after. But then while I was in it, you know, you're just there like hold on to things like... <laughs> You just have no control over it. It's crazy. So yeah, it looked like Iron Brew just painted the walls. And then I was sick a few more times and it wasn't me a lot. It was just stomach acid. I was like, ah, this is my fucking enemy, is it? This is why I need Gaviscon. I nearly got me Gaviscon sachets and just spread it over the floor like I'm putting out wildfire. That's what it is, isn't it? So yeah, I laid on the bed after the first time for 30 minutes. Was sick again. Laid on the bed for 30 minutes. I thought, this is it. I'm done. 30 minutes later, I was sick again. So yeah, sick three or four times. And then it's crazy how you use all these like muscles to be sick and it's like they ache so much. Everything hurt inside. Like, you know, I've never used those muscles in 18 years, you know. You don't get to go to the gym and just uh, work on your, your sick abs. So yeah, I was laying on bed. I was awful. like, And I was like, I've, I've got to get a Newcastle smile recording a bloody music video. I've got a drum. I've got to drive to Newcastle, let alone drum and sit on a seat. You know, it was a two-hour drive in the morning, early morning. This was maybe 9 o'clock at night. I had to be up at maybe 7 o'clock to get to Newcastle for 9, 10. And, um, and I just said to those lads, I'm not going to be able to make it. I can't even move. And I feel like I'm going to, you know, go to the toilet any time second. But, yeah, I had nothing to eat that night, no water or anything. I just couldn't eat anything. I had some tablets. That was it. I slept from 9 p.m. till 8 a.m. Woke up on Saturday at 8. Didn't fancy anything to eat. I kept having water and tablets and stuff. I could actually get a bit of that down me. And I felt alright actually, apart from a few pains and headaches. Especially the aches in the body, you know. The old sick abs. I just woke up and I was like, I just had a really weird dream. I had a dream that I was in a corner shop with a load of my ex-students in my, in my college. With, of all people, ex-footballer and pundit, Chris Sutton, was behind the fucking reception of the corner shop. We were all sat on the floor. I'd just bought a Coke and a bit of cake. And then he, he, like, saw me about to have the coke and he stole the coke off of me. And I was just thinking, like, I really crave fizzy now because I was so dehydrated. <laughs> I was just like, Chris, give me that coke. And then I woke up. So, yeah, I felt about 80%. I thought, right, I, I can do this. Because, obviously, I didn't want to let people down because it's been booked as people relying on 
There's no one else who can drum to these songs. So I got up, had a shower, had a, one slice of toast. And then I told the lads, right, I'm going to try and come today. So maybe half past eight, I started packing up the car with the drums. And uh, and then I set off to Newcastle in a suit. And I was felt fine stood up, but I got into the car in that same position, you know, the seat position, obviously, because you can't be stood up when you're driving. And all of a sudden, I started just getting really bad cramps. So I had to kind of, the, the only way that I could describe of uh, making it feel better as I was driving, put my back stretched, put my arm behind the passenger seat and kind of stretch to the left and have the hand on the wheel like this. And I was just like, this feels all right, you know. <laughs> That's the only way I could like stop from feeling shit. So halfway, I think I got to maybe Harrogate off first, got to stop off. And uh, just literally get out because I thought I was going to be... I didn't know if I was going to be sick, but I just had to stand up and just try to get the pins going. Had some tablets, some water. And then got back into the car and I think I had like Aston Villa v Arsenal on the radio. I think I was just trying to distract myself, like really get into it. I was like, oh my God, I sounded like a great shot. Trying to distract, me, <laughs> distract myself and shit. So yeah, I got to Newcastle, saw the lads, loaded in. Uh, they all helped me, which was cool. I, I like wore a mask. Even though this is like three years after COVID. But I wore a mask. I didn't want to give it to them. Because it was awful. So we were in Newcastle. Literally banging the centre of Newcastle as well. It was really fucking busy. Which made it even worse. Got inside this building. Up an elevator like three times. Got everything out. Did the music video. I felt alright. My stomach was hurting a bit. But this is for our song In Cycles. Which I'll probably put on. Um, you can actually see the video. It's on YouTube. Just type in Fox Haunt um, in Cycles music video. And you can see me on the drums. Um, so just think of me when when you're watching it. He's there. He's like, he's about to either crap himself or be sick. I don't know how I didn't really. So what, from maybe 11 o'clock till maybe 3 o'clock, we were drumming. We were, you know, you have to mosh out like fuck and play the song about 20 times to get the, the enough shots. I didn't really drink a lot really. Um... One of the lads gave me one of those, uh, what's it called, vitamin D or C things. Like, it mushes into your drink and you drink it, I don't know, it gives you energy. I don't know. What's it called? Things with B. Balegna. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we finished five hours later. It was maybe four o'clock, maybe five o'clock. I think it was five o'clock, actually. And our singer was doing the last of his shots I'd done. And I was just sat eating an apple somehow. I was watching Liverpool v Newcastle because literally five minutes up the road, Liverpool v Newcastle started. I'm a Liverpool fan, so I was like, oh, this is class. It's happening up street for me. I was kind of feeling a bit better. But the singer was just like, he looked a bit ropey. So he was doing his shots, his final shots. And then he like stopped and we're like, that's a wrap, mint. You know, clapped, because you do that, because you feel like you're a movie star. And uh, and, he, and he was just like, lads, I just feel a bit weird. And I was like, oh, God, I hope I've not given it. But he might, that's fast if that's worked on him. I went to the toilet and my God. I went for a pee and it was like it was like Ribena. It was like purple orange. I was like, oh shit! So I drank so much because I thought, what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? I was like bear grilled in a desert, but I was only in Newcastle on the tune. So <laughs> loaded the car. And as I was loading the car, um, the singer just walked past me. I was like, hey, Polly. He didn't even clock me. And I was like, oh, okay. And I loaded the last of the stuff. And I just heard this splatter on the floor like it's Rollercoaster Tycoon, and it was Ollie. And it just it fired out like me. I was like, oh, God, it was, you could just hear it. <laughs> it was awful. But then at the same time, I think Liverpool scored a second or something and Nick Pope was sent off. So I was like, oh, Mint, oh, you're all right, Ollie? Yes. So that happened. 
an East Bute. Um, so he had to drive back with the bassist another hour back to Leeds, maybe an hour and a half. With window down, apparently, bassist said, and he said he was just, he looks awful. He looked like a corpse. I felt for him. But um, he didn't get it from me, he got it from his missus. Uh, she works in a school, and he said that she was spewing up maybe four days before. But being, being four days after, he thought it'd be fine. Instead of me the night before, so... So that happened. So I literally drove back and I was drinking so much. I stopped off three times on A19 just to have a pee because I drank so much. It was getting less alkaline. Is that as you do in, in science, isn't it? Soil alkaline, I don't know. It was going more, more hydrated. And I went for Mackey's. I was like, I'm kind of hungry because all I've had today is an apple and a slice of toast. And I drove to Toon. So I was like, I might go to Mackey's. Obviously, I'll get a burger, but I just got some chips, get a bit of salt in me. And they were unreal. Oh, they were unreal, especially when you've not had a lot to drink. I just went to drive and I was like, and they're like, what do you want today? So I was like, large fries. So yeah, I got home about 10 o'clock, put the drum kit back in the house. And then I went to, to bed about 1am after drinking so much. I was still dehydrated, but I was drinking so much. And I woke up the next day, Sunday, and I felt even worse. Bad decision, but looking back, obviously... We've paid, what, 300 quid to hire out that spot. Worth it, but also the next day I was even more fucked. Felt awful. So it was an eventful little run, that. Um, good run on the sick, you know, 18 years. So I'm sorry if you're about to smash into a lovely buffet prepared by your fam and you just got this episode on. Because I've just talked about sick being iron brew coloured, so that's fun. But yeah, um, and then I went to work on the Monday and I was like, I don't know how I went to work, to be honest. I was so fucked. It's like I've been smashing head by a sledgehammer, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, go watch that video, the music video, um, Fox Haunt, in cycles. I'll put a little snippet of the song as well as the interlude next, little five second. See what you think. So yeah, that was a daft laugh. Right, so someone has moved into the house next door, and I was uh, I was thinking, was wondering, like, who are these people who value and put a price on a house? I know there's a name for it. I bought a house. I don't know what went into it. Just paid some like hundred quid, he sorted it, and then I'm here. I'm here, right? Don't know how it works. But when you think about it, that's a fucking crazy job to have in it. Putting a price on a house, and someone saved their whole life for that price. What do you think? It's pretty mental. Like someone walks into this lovely house, posh house, and they just think, at the end of it, like, right, okay. <clears throat> this probably, I'm a rough guess, 800,000 quid, this will cost someone. Yeah? And I'm like, I think, what, what are they going off? What makes it that much? Or builds it up? Do they go off what the previous owner makes it look like? You know, all the previous owner's furniture. It's like, but what if, what if that's really good furniture? Makes it look better. Just take it all out. But then I know they do that sometimes. They'll just walk in and go, right, um, John, you test the rafters. I'm going to start punching the brick walls. Just start go, bang, bang. Start hanging from it like monkey bars. And if it feels sturdy, like, that rafter's worth a grand each. There's 20 rafters. Put that on, yeah? Just walk into the living room. Like, oh, my God. I've never seen. I've never seen a living room with a ball pit in the middle of it. Wow. Put 30 grand on that, Sheila, yeah? Oh, I see they've got a picture of Jeremy Clarkson on the wall. 
take 20 grand off that, Sheila, yeah? So, yeah, I've just, I wondered that. If there's a certain uh, job for it, let us know um, on Twitter or send us an email if there's a certain word for it. House agent? So here's a, here's a fun one for you, because probably most of you have maybe learned how to drive, maybe, maybe tried and failed, or you've passed. And I've, uh, my girlfriend's doing her driving test at the minute, driving lessons. And I was just like, um, what are the funniest theory questions? Because I've been helping her out doing the theory questions. So I found this website with the uh, it's most stupid and most funniest theory questions. So here we go. Let's have a daft laugh, shall we? Here we go. Here's the funniest questions on a theory test with the most stupidest answers. What do you do if you want to continue driving after a longer stay? I should check if there are children under the vehicle. I need to run a visual on the vehicle. I need to check the load's securing. What's that mean? It says at the bottom, curious that only children can hide under the car and no adults or dogs. Alright, next one. How fast can a speed... <laughs> How fast can a speed 100 bus travel on the country road? And then someone's put, you think it would be easy this, but the correct answer... Is 80 kilometres per hour. You'd think it would be 100, wouldn't you? Um, what does this traffic sign warn of? There's no traffic sign. What should I bear in mind when lubricating a vehicle? The grease nipple should be clean before greasing. There must be a noticeable amount of fat in the skin. Ah. <laughs> oh. All the new grease must not be combined. There should be a noticeable amount of fat in the skin. That's what my mum says to me every day she sees me. What does loud music with extreme bass lead to when driving a car? <laughs> in the vicinity of such vehicles, blind people lose orientation. The driver's attention is considerably impaired. <laughs> how, how fucking bassy is that? Blind people can see the course of the road. That bass is so heavy, it's making you blind. So yeah, that, that's a bit of that's a bit of fun. Is that the funniest fairy test? Random, that in it. Anyway, let's have some tunes. So before I leave you today, um, I did this in a series one a lot, a, a segment, and I found it quite funny. Some funny words on Urban Dictionary. So here we go. Let's have some clutch oven. To fart in a car full of people, crank the heat up for maximum effectiveness. Example, Mike was driving us to Jake's party and he farted, trapping us in his clutch oven. Next one is spoon liquor, a person who is very lazy and has very, very slow replies to texts and other social medias. Example, Faya sent message four hours ago. Faya to Luke, Luke, you're a fucking spoon liquor. There you go. Next one is hot lunch. To shit in another person's mouth. I, I'm so sorry about that. I'm, I, let's move on. And finally, farfanugin. Farfanugin. A person who farts in the bath and then bites the bubbles. Pedro is a shitty in farfanufin. So there you go, everyone. That's episode nine. And I'll see you next week for the finale. And I've got some lined up. That's gonna it's gonna blow your mind, especially if you're a Harry Potter fan, eh? Yeah. Anyway, I'm off to Mark Suspenser to buy a trampoline from my local prison. See ya.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.